This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's just imagine that Steve Armitage is hosting the broadcast tonight. How would that go, Mike? Oh, thanks, Mark. It's going to be a great series as the Calgary Flames, a fabulous city, up against Edmonton. Edmonton, germs, disease, sweatpants with good shoes. Don't don't bring the hate on Rod. This is all on this end, folks. Be mad at this guy. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Oh, you guys would have to air that one right out of the gate to make us laugh. Yeah, that's Mike Richards, the infamous Mike Richards. He'll be with us today, a little later on in your favorite daytime sports talk show. We're coming at you on uh, Game Plus TV across all 10 Canadian provinces and 31 U.S. states. We're particularly big in Ohio and New York State. Not a big deal. On the radio, WQEE. Noon in Georgia, shout out Ryan O'Radia, whom we've already heard from this morning. And maybe you are listening on your favorite podcast platform and just dialed us in. So I'll say good day. Let's bring in from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, Darren Moose Dupont. And I know you're excited about the program today, uh, Moose. We got Mike Richards. We've got the great Dave Poulin coming in. Can I, before we get to the quick six show topics, tell you, actually ask you your advice? I asked you for some the other day, and you gave it to me for free. Uh, can I ask you for a little more? Yeah, absolutely. What do you got yeah. today? What would you do in this situation? I was at Brooklyn Water Bagel this morning. It's very popular with the Jewish community. And actually, I was on the phone, not with you. I was with my sponsor, Bob. And uh, there was a couple at the next table, Jewish couple. And the, 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 the gentleman, the husband, got up, and he got into a Bentley. And she was on the phone and I almost got up and walked over and said, excuse me, sir, can you tell me what you did for a living that you could afford a car like this? He was clearly retired, but I didn't. Would that be rude? Because no. at home, I, I, would, I would do that at home. I'm just, you know, could get punched in the nose. You know, you don't know. Would you do that? <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think it's a great thing. Um, I think it's awesome. I mean, you know how to pick your spots. Like... You know, you're not going to accuse yeah. somebody. It's not like you would come across accusing him of doing a legal activity to get this expensive car. Be like, what the problem you do? is? Sometimes you ask people who got their money by nefarious means. Who's asking, bub? You know, exactly. you get that sometimes. And by the way, I just opened up the text line early nine zero two five one eight thirty thirty three, and there was a guy. I'm not going to name him, but he wrote in and said, "Thank you." For the informal therapy, I get more out of this show than I do from the people I pay for it. How about and that? Like, you're welcome. Uh, why? Because we, because you have 
because we have fun. We make you laugh. Laughter is the best medicine. And I will say this. Hang on, Jordan. He's itchy on the trigger finger. I can tell he wants to get the quick six show horn going. I've had a very busy morning. I was at a rehab center this morning, Boca Recovery Center. And I was there doing business, okay? And I put a photo of it on my social media. And I don't think he minds saying, Jeff O'Neill DM'd me, the O-Dog from TSN. He's like, are you okay, brother? And I wrote him back and I'm like, yeah, why? He goes, did you check yourself into rehab? No. <laughs> I said, I'm a licensed interventionist and sober coach. He's like, oh, I didn't know that. I said, now you do. But that's the kind of guy O-Dog is. He cares. We don't have enough of yeah. that in life, Darren. So, uh, cool. yeah, it was a fun meeting. It was fun at the Boca Recovery Center today. I'm halfway through my day already, and I'm ready to talk sports. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? <laughs> Thanks, O-Dog, by the way, for caring. I, I, he's my kind of guy. Uh, we're going to open with the NFL because quarterback... Dak Prescott outplayed Tom Brady, throwing for four touchdowns and running for another to lead the Dallas Cowboys to a 31-14 victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in an NFC wildcard playoff game on Monday Night Football. Everybody's talking about Cowboys kicker Brett Maher, the former Ottawa Red Blacks kicker. He missed four straight extra points. It's an NFL record. Dallas won in the playoffs on the road for the first time in 30 years. And now on to San Francisco probably to get our butts kicked, but at least we won. So we're moving on, and I feel that, well, gosh knows there's enough shows in America that are talking about this game. We're not going to belabor it, but it was fun. Uh, sorry about your luck, Moose. Uh, Tom's done. Uh, we're both Tom fans, but the question now is, is, did he walk off the field for the last time ever or just Tampa last night? What do you think? I think just Tampa. Um, I, and this morning, and I don't know where it came from. I don't think it's a credible source or anything like that. But people are talking about Todd Bowles maybe not being ready to be a head coach and being a, a better defensive coordinator. And could Tampa lure somebody like Sean Payton to be their next head coach to keep Brady in Tampa, right? I don't know. But I do think that Ta Tom's played his last game in Tampa, and I don't think he's played his last game in the NFL. Uh, I'm with you on that. I, I, I haven't heard this fake news about Todd Bowles being not ready to be a head coach. Uh, news flash: he is the head coach. So there's that. Um, yeah, there's a lot that we could get into. I think Tom will be playing next year. His contract's up, and I just think the Miami Dolphins will do anything that they can to get him. Lord knows we've talked about that enough here. But I will say this. We had a lot of hockey to get to, plus a clarification and an apology from me to Nathan Rourke. Uh, some NBA stuff, some randoms. That's all coming up, plus the poll question. But I will say this. Let's not forget this means something. You know, Swagoo on ESPN, the great Marcus Spears. I mean, TSN carries enough of ESPN programming. I think a lot of our viewers, the Canadian viewers, know who Swagoo is. Um, he's a former Dallas Cowboys D lineman, and they said, hey, you're going into the 49ers now this week. What do you think is going to happen? And he basically said this morning, maybe you saw it because I know you watch Get Up, but he said, well, uh, after considering all the analytics and all the stats, San Francisco's the better team. So they should win. And I'm like, hello, thank you. Like, it really comes down to beating the guy next to you, right? The, what, what did we say at the top? Dak Prescott outplayed Tom Brady. He really did. San Francisco's the better team, and they should win next week, but we've got all week 
to talk about that. And we'll get to more Tom Brady later. We'll see what the viewers want to talk about in the audience and the listeners to WQEE. And if you're listening down there in the Peach State, send us a text, please, 902-518-3033, so we know you're alive. Now to hockey, and it was a busy night in the NHL, I think 11 games, I think 11 and also matinees on Martin Luther King Day. Here are some of the highlights. Roman Yossi and Yusuf Parsonen scored first period goals, and the Nashville Predators snapped a three-game NHL losing streak by defeating the Flames 5-1 Monday night. Nikita Zadorov scored for the Flames, who were denied a third straight win. I'm going to come back on that game. Hang on. The St. Louis Blues snapped the two-game skid. They beat the visiting Ottawa Senators 2-1. Jake Neighbors and Noel Achari scored first-period goals for the Blues, who then held on uh, to beat the Sens. Jake Gensel scored 33 seconds into overtime, and the Pittsburgh Penguins staged a late rally to pull out a 4-3 NHL win over the Anaheim Ducks. Ducks have lost four in a row. Tonight there are eight games, including what I will say my adopted Florida Panthers at Moose's Toronto Maple Leafs. That's coming up at my next point. But I want to ask you, how much heat is there on Jonathan Huberdeau in the media, in the circles that you're traveling in, Darren? Because I'm seeing a lot. And from our time in Calgary, where we spend almost half the year, I follow a lot of Flames fans. There are people taken to cutting clips of Jonathan Huberdeau of his errant play and putting them on social media. Like, what a terrible time to be a pro athlete with this. You know, Joe Blow, Joe Sixpack, whom we've always respected, even before there was the internet, Joe Sixpack can now cut clips and make somebody look really bad if they want to on social media. Jonathan Huberto, I think it's 10 and a half million. Did I mention on the air, because I know I put it in my column, I watched the game at St. Louis last week. I had to go back and check the score sheet to see if Huberto had played. And, I, and he, apparently he did. I didn't notice him on the ice at all. And when I was calling games for Hockey Canada at the World Juniors, Huberto was on the team. So I know him. I don't know know him, but I know him. And I just wonder what's going on with Jonathan Huberto. That's the heat I've seen. Are you hearing or seeing anything? I've seen some of that, absolutely. And the thing is, is when you lose your star players, Goudreau, Kachuk, most notably Kachuk going to Florida, and you replace them, and, and Flames fans think, we got better when we made these trades. And on paper, maybe you did, and in the standings, did. you didn't. And you're looking at Huberto, and you're thinking, this guy needs to be our star. And you're looking and comparing him to Goudreau and Kachuk. And the thing about Johnny uh, or uh, Matthew Kachuk is that even when he's not putting up points, you notice him. He's getting into it in front of the net. He's making hits. He's providing some energy. He's stirring stuff up. He's taking penalties. Whatever he's doing, you know he's on the ice. With Huberto, there's those games where you're just not sure whether he's disengaged, whether he's always played this way but just had a different supporting cast that complemented him better. I'm not sure. But for whatever reason, Jonathan Huberto, either he's not in the position to have the most success or he's not the guy to drive the boat, so to speak. But it's frustrating Flames fans. Well, I think there's a lot that goes into it. And by the way, I th regarding me approaching the gentleman in the Bentley and asking him where he made his money, John um, says, you're a polite Canadian, Rod. Just go ahead and ask him. Go for it. Yeah, right. And then I'll get a whack. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. 
Um, anyways, with Huberto, I just wonder if he's going to figure it out because I am incredibly blessed to spend time in South Florida and Calgary. I've watched him live in both places. And he's not the same player. He was an all-star in Florida. He was on the top line. He paid the, played the power play. His best friend's Alexander Barkov, the captain of the Panthers. He didn't want to leave Florida. I think there's a lot to do with uh, he's a little brokenhearted, to be honest with you. But it is what it is. And I think if and when, because the hallmark of Daryl Sutter is to get the best out of his players, he will get Huberto to snap out of it. But right now, uh, you, if you're going to contend and win a Stanley Cup, you need everybody pulling on the rope, obviously. And right now, Huberto is not. Jenna has checked in from Southern California, says the Dallas Cowboys will win the Super Bowl. Of course, that's what we all think. We say it every year, us Cowboys fans. Let's just go to San Francisco and win this week, and then we'll look forward past that. Uh, so to tonight, and by the way, for those that have just tuned in, we do have CFL talk coming up, an apology and clarification from me to Nathan Rourke. A little, a little NBA stuff because both the Hawks and the Raps played yesterday. But there are eight games in the National Hockey League tonight. It is the dead of winter, let's not forget. Although I did hear this, Moose. Far warmer winter in Canada than was forecast. Farmer's Almanac said this was going to be the worst winter of all time. And in eastern Canada, the Maritimes in Toronto, they're like a 1.5 degrees Celsius off having the warmest winter of all time. So lucky you. Yeah, it's not so bad. We were getting a little nervous before Christmas when it was uh, minus 40s uh, all leading up to Christmas and really through the holidays. But ever since we flipped the calendar, man, it's actually been quite mild. So uh, thank you. Nice. Beauty. So uh, in Winnipeg, the Jets kind of make you forget how cold it is, uh, especially when they're winning. So of the games tonight, the Winnipeg Jets are at Montreal, and the Jets are, according to game notes that I read this morning, they're on pace to match a record for the fastest 60 points in a season that they, that they set back in 2019, which isn't that long ago. But I love what they call the original Jets. We all feel that that's the real Jets, the 80s Jets. Dale Howard, Chuck, and Babbage, and right, all those guys. They did it. They set a record, but they're now the Arizona Coyotes. But the Jets are basically off to an historically great start. Newsflash, we can all see that. But they're at Montreal tonight. That should be a great game. But it's Florida, Toronto. And Moose, you already owe me a chicken sandwich <laughs> from PDQ because the Pats beat the Blades Friday night. Like, do you want to try your luck again? <laughs> and bet on this thing tonight, Panthers and Leafs, or what? Yeah, I could go back down tonight. I think I need to earn my uh, earn my respect back here in a game tonight. So let's do it. I'll take the Leafs to win straight up. Oh, of course. Look, with all due respect to our good friends, Bet Regal, it doesn't matter the betting company or platform. What's the go what's the line on a hockey game? One point five, always. <laughs> go look it up. So, and the beautiful thing about sport, hockey now, is you don't have ties. They figured it out, even though Connor yeah. McDavid doesn't like shootouts. I'm surprised, McDavid, he can basically say whatever he wants and nobody cares. Right? You're not going to get in trouble. Um, but there used to be so many ties. Remember, we used to have to bet on ties. That wasn't fair. 
At least now we have a winner, no matter what. And it's a chicken sandwich at PDQ. And my guy, Chris Sanford, he owes me, but he's ducking me. He's ducking me. Um, right? He owes me two chicken Good to have one in the back pocket, though. Good to have those uh, <laughs> OUs in the back pocket. Yeah. Just don't sit on it. And the Seattle Kraken are at Edmonton tonight. I feel like they were just there. But it should be a heck of a hockey game tonight. Kraken at the Edmonton Oilers. And uh, just when you thought the Flames were getting their act together, they had points in four straight. They lay an egg in Nashville. Let's see what the Oilers do tonight as they go for their fourth straight win as they're home to the Kraken, the sea creatures. Coming up, that CFL talk is practiced. Uh, sorry, promised. What do you think, viewers and listeners, Tom Brady is going to do next season? I'm open to any suggestions, but I do feel like he doesn't even know right now. We've got a lot to get to, so we'll be right back. We're halfway through the Quick 6 Show topics, and it's the RP Show, episode number 919 of your favorite daytime sports talk show coming at you on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE Radio. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Start spreading the news. The RP Show's live on this Tuesday. Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, and YouTube. Smash the like button, as they like to say. Uh, we, people are writing in with some jokes. Everybody's in a good, punchy, in a good way mood today. And just before we bring the moose back in, let's do the poll question today before we move on to football. It's related to hockey. Capital Automall Universal Collision Center brings you the poll question. Capital has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. It's round two of our NHL retro reverse jersey bracket. And today, it's round two. Moose has pitted the Toronto Maple Leafs against the New Jersey Devils. And I got to tell you, number one, I don't know, Clark, what they're saying on YouTube, but on Twitter, over 60%, close to 70% are voting for the New Jersey Devils. What are they saying on YouTube? Ah, 70% Tirana. I've never quite got the discrepancy between the two. When I see those jerseys, I think on the left, Sill Apps. Sill Apps. Look it up. I know that I'm showing my age there. And with New Jersey, I can't even think of anybody. Patrick Eliash? Let's bring the moose in. Um, Leaf fan, as is Clark. Those two clearly are going to vote for Toronto. The Leafs Bingo! going down tonight to the Florida Panthers, by the way. Uh, I'm not in love with the New Jersey, the New Jersey jersey. So for that reason, I'm voting for Toronto, dog. How are you on those jerseys? You know what? I actually don't mind them. 
did Ken Danico, that name's coming to mind with that jersey, Devil. Um, and then I also, anytime I see that big, the Devil logo in the front, I think of Marty Broder. He's always the one that comes to mind whenever I see that logo. Um, but I loved, I'm partial, obviously, as a Leaf fan. And I think this might be the best jersey the Leafs have ever had. And they don't really go oh. crazy with their jerseys. It's always blue and white and pretty simple. But I think this is my favorite that they've ever had. Didn't they have a jersey not that long ago with that old 1930s, 40s style logo? Did they not? I thought they They've did. switched to that logo full time now. Yeah, that, that logo. Yeah. And, um, and I like it. I think it's a good move direction for the club because the 80s and 90s, and early to that first part of the 2000s uh, with the old logo. I don't, I, they didn't have any success. So they're going back to when they had success and they have to take it back a long time. Well, speaking up, look at the Bengals, change their jerseys, change their fortunes. So what the hell? But that's how we got to be friends with Mo Egger, and uh, he's going to be on the show tomorrow. John Ohm, Ohm writes in, says, did you hear about the chicken who could only lay eggs in the winter? She was no spring chicken. Thank you, John. Randy from Winnipeg writes in, says two things. Number one, hasn't had to plug the truck in all winter. Sorry, all January. That's a good thing. To our American viewers, look it up. Randy goes on to say not to overlook the Habs tonight, but looking forward to Jets, Leafs on Thursday. Hell yes. Uh, and, and Allie in Texarkana writes in and says the Leafs, for me, so I think the Leafs, when all said and done, is going to win this thing. I'll say this to the gentleman who I know is watching right now because he's been writing in. He said this show provides him more therapy than the people that he actually pays to give him therapy. I like that. They will say that the entertainment industry, cover your ears and eyes, everybody, but TV, radio, music, are the tools of the devil. And I would agree. Don't listen to them. You know, it's like... It's like just looking ahead at things. Don't look too far down the line. We're about tonight. Maybe that's a bit of a Leafs fans' problems, right? Uh, just worry about our Jets fans' problems. Beat the Habs tonight and then look forward. Anyways, to the football. What's your dad saying, Clark? I missed it. What did he say? Ah, from Arizona? All right. Good morning, Rod Monroe. Navy. Don writes in and says, with fuel injection, you never have to plug your vehicle in. Oh, well, bully for you. Imagine driving a 2004 Jeep like I do down here. I never <laughs> know when it's going to start or not. But fortunately, <laughs> farm boy, farm common sense here. I always get it going eventually. And Arlen Bruce Third writes in and says, um, great morning, RP and Moose. Are there any other CFL players signing in the NFL, like multi-year contracts? Hang on for a second. Thanks for bringing that up. I'm not sure we're there yet. Isn't it funny, though? Maybe that's where we are in society. This Nathan Rourke thing was literally the biggest tour since Bowley by Mitchell after the 2018 season. I read the article at 3downnation.com. I'm not stupid. I read three down all the time. I don't know if you saw the article, Darren, but uh, Bo Levi, I guess, gave some advice to Nathan Rourke. It's a very interesting story, actually. It's a good one. You should go read 3downnation.com. Bo went on a seven-team NFL tour, 
after being named the MVP of the Canadian Football League in 2018. The team that gave him the most serious interest was the Minnesota Vikings, but they said, made it very clear, which actually I'm impressed by, they said, well, you're never going to challenge Kirk Cousins for the starting job. So we'll, we'll sign you, bring you to camp, but you're not going to have a chance at starting. I get it. I do and I don't. They're paying him $30 million a year. It's dumb NFL logic, I think. And Bo was like, well, if I don't have a chance to start, I'm, I don't want to go. I, believe me, I get it. As Darren has said many times, if Bo and I could actually grow up and stop acting like a couple of 12-year-old little boys, we could probably be very close friends. But I think that that ship has sailed. But the point of the matter was, and Nathan Rourke said it, Darren, go to the NFL. Take the opportunity when it's presented. The younger, the better was the point. And I haven't got to my clarification and apology to Nathan Rourke yet, which incidentally, he's meeting with the Vancouver media this morning. But um, yeah, your take on all of that? No, and it's good. Like, for Bo, he never got to live the NFL dream and go down to the NFL. And he had the chance and didn't take it. And so I, I believe he's got a lot to offer. And I think if you're Nathan, you want to listen and say, what did you learn from that? You know, what was your experience like? And even just in the meetings, and what can I expect leading into this? So I think that's always a good thing. Um, but you're right. Like, take the opportunity. And when you get the chance, go and bet on yourself. And Nathan's going to do that. And he'll buy his time. And the coaches will see his work ethic and his ability to study film and study defenses and throw the ball and things like that. And he will get his chance. If he's a number two quarterback, he will get his chance to play. Happens all the time. So when he gets his chance, he just hope that he's ready and that uh, they're not rushing him into it. Well, you really got to not worry about what people think. Believe me. Dunk's interview, which reminds me, by the way, the little clip that we posted to Twitter about the unexpected detour is closing in on 19,000 views. To sponsors out there, do you think maybe Bet Regal might be happy with that? Or our TV network, Game Plus, might be happy with that? 19,000 views of that little clip alone of Duncan I. But we know Bo's good enough to play in the NFL. We know Nathan Ork's good enough to play in the NFL. You just said it yourself. You got to get the chance. And you need to make the most of it when you do get the chance. And Dunk said Chase Daniels made $50 million in the NFL as a backup. 99%, I think, of society would go, who? $50 million. As a, or you can come to the CFL and you can play. Well, the money is so much different from when Ricky Ray did that and Dave Dickinson and those guys. It's not even close anymore. So I'm not going to continue to go down that road. What I meant to say here in point four is this clarification on Nathan Rourke. One person, out of the 19,000 people that viewed that clip, one person's called me out on it and said he didn't say unexpected detour. He said unforeseen detour. And I'm like, ah, I felt bad for about a half a second because I'm like, I misquoted him and I am a stickler for details. You've seen me literally destroy our interns for spelling things wrong. So I felt bad about that, but also grab a thesaurus, look up a synonym for unforeseen. It says unexpected. They mean the exact same thing. So I will apologize to Nathan Rourke for misquoting him, but the intention is the exact same thing. It was an unforeseen detour to the Canadian Football League, not unexpected. 19,000 views later, I find that very interesting. 
Uh, Navy Dawn says, uh, I bet Bo would have won that game on Sunday. He's talking about the Vikings and the Giants. But, well, again, that's, that's football, as Corey Chamberlain would say, and Danny Barrett. That's football. We're paying the guy the money, so we got to play him. But don't you want to win? I just, I'll never get it. That's why I'm sitting here. Point five. Fred Van Vliet scored 33 points. Scotty Barnes had 26 points, and the Toronto Raptors recovered in overtime after R.J. Barrett's tying slam with .6 seconds to go to beat the New York Knicks, 123-121 Monday. Barrett, who's from Toronto, as we all know, scored 32 points, and Brunson had 26 for the Knickerbockers, who had their three-game win streak snapped. I put that in there for the Toronto viewers and fans of R.J. Uh, in Atlanta, hashtag... True to Atlanta. DeJounte Murray scored 12 of his 28 points in the final period as Atlanta held off Miami's comeback attempt to win 121-113. Trey Young added 24 points as the Hawks, who never trailed all game, moved back to 500 with a win. What did I say, Darren? We were going to go heat hunting at State Farm Arena in Atlanta. That's exactly what the Hawks did. And my last point here is simply randoms. Um... WHL tonight, your Saskatoon Blades are in Moose Jaw to take on the Moose Jaw Warriors. Prince George at Medicine Hat. No games in the queue. And the OHL tonight, London's at Kitchener. Doesn't that sound like a salacious matchup? Uh, Barry's at Owen Sound. Raptors go into Milwaukee. So it's great times in sports. What do you got, man? The future of Tom Brady, what? What's on your mind? Yeah, I think that's awesome. For me, the best part about last night um, wasn't Brett Maher missing the field goals. For me, it was watching social media react to Brett Maher missing the field goals. There was some great memes, and somebody said, you better check his phone because he owes somebody something. Otherwise, why is he missing all these field goals? Somebody's got to check his text messages and find out why he's missing these field goals. But you know what? At the end of the day, as I'm watching that game, it didn't really matter. They kept cutting to Jerry Jones you know, up in the press box looking, you know, disappointed and disgusted. And people said, can you cut a uh, kicker at halftime, leave him in the locker room? But you know what? He's been good for Dallas down the stretch. They're not going to cut him now. He missed four extra points. He'll be back next week, and he'll probably go four for four on field goals. So I hope he does well, and, and uh, I think that was just a little bit unfortunate. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. And by the way, Ted is watching in Phoenix regarding our poll question today. Who's got the better reverse retro jersey, Leafs or Devils? Ted in Arizona says, Toronto seems to have an easier bracket than most. Are Darren and Clark pulling strings? No, Darren's coming Spicy. up with it, and I'm going to trust him that he's not uh, rigging the vote. But back to the thing uh, with Brett Maher missing four converts, by the way. One point, not field goals, three points, converts. So it cost them four points. They interviewed Jera after the game. By the way, did it not look like they were having a big party in that suite that Jerry was in? Did it not make you want to be Always. there? Or was it just me because I'm a Cowboys fan? Yeah, it looked like they were having a big old time in there. Yeah. Uh, and afterwards, Jerry said, he was thinking exactly like me during the game. <sighs> I hope these points don't cost us because I was going back and forth with Jack in Vulcan, Alberta. He's a Cowboys fan like me. And then, but, but we just started a speedboat, motorboat. The Buccaneers and the points didn't matter. And uh, oh, then it was party time. Party time in the suite. 
party time for all of us in the Cowboys Nation. And Jarrah said he is not going to bring in a kicker this week. That's what he said. And he's not going to obviously cut Brett Maher. And they're sticking with their people. So maybe this is the year. I don't know. Moose, I'll see you back in hour two. See you then. All right. The lovely and talented Mike Richards joins us next. If you have questions, comments, uh, if you'd like him to do some special limitations, let us know. 902-518-3033. Write us on Twitter at Rod Peterson Show. The YouTube chat. There are several ways to get a hold of us. We are live on Game Plus TV, live streaming on YouTube, and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. All right, we got uh, questions, comments coming in as asked for on the 902 text line. We have a sports update coming up too. But uh, I see the viewers really want to talk about Tom Brady, Tom Edward Brady. So maybe we'll open up there as we bring in from Saga 960 Radio News Talk Sports. Mike Richards. And all I'll say is, Mike, good morning, good afternoon to you, and go. Where are you at today? Well, well I'm looking at, uh, you know, the Tom Brady uh, think tanks out there and all the marvelous minds and not-so-great <laughs> minds about where he might go. And then we ponder, and I'm like, well, first of all, you're going to wait. Uh, and he is obviously not staying. I know there's a couple of people that suggest he might stay in Tampa Bay. He's not staying in Tampa Bay. There's some people feeling that somehow he should retire. Have you seen him play? Do you see, do you see the shape he's in? Do you see the, 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 the football IQ? He, he's still more than capable. I mean, any probably football coach, given the eye test, would love to have a Tom Brady. If you can protect him uh, with a good offensive line, I think that there's uh, ample opportunity for Tom Terrific to still be that and so with the choices he's got, there's a there's a couple of, uh, I mean, places that, that, that seem to be front runners. Las Vegas seems to be one of them. They'll go to the Raiders. Now, with uh, Josh McDaniels there, I mean, you, you've, you've got a fit, which is good for him because we're talking about, you know, the cerebral side of what you want to do as a quarterback. So they already speak, quote unquote, kind of the same language. Each team and each coaching staff, you know, part of the, the, the drill is when you go someplace new is do you understand the football language that they're speaking. Well, they already speak the same language, so that's great. They've got uh, Devontae Adams, Walker, uh, Renfro. They could re-sign Josh Jacobs. And Tom Brady in <laughs> Las Vegas. How many Brady jerseys do you think you'll sell with Brady and a, Brady, a Raiders uh, emblem on it? I mean, I, I, I would buy one. I would just buy one just because it's a Brady jersey in, in Vegas. And Vegas is going to sell the crap out of this. It all makes sense. The one... That is odd, the kind of outside perspective. When they start talking about Tom Brady in Miami, and here's here's why, yeah. and, and it's really not even a football reason. It's even not a negative about him being in the AFC East and, and going to Miami. It's how I feel about Tua and what has happened to him, his career, and his treatment with that franchise. Because oh. I blame them 1,000% for the situation that he's in. If Tua can't play, if Tua's career is indeed going to be cut this short even shorter than 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 griffin the you know rg3 
it's it's your fault when he was stumbling and drooling on the field because he didn't know where he was he comes out of the game and then you put him back in he goes into the next game he gets hit he comes back out it is just irresponsible and and borderline nauseating how they have treated him as a human being in an era where you would think uh rod where you know you have certain protocols you've got the heat that you'd have from his own association and yet people are like well that'd be too bad if you can't play are you kidding me You've ruined his life, Mike, which, by the way, Mike, is worth millions and millions why? of dollars. Why? You're like everybody else. Why are you surprised? Let me just stop for a second. I wish you and I could just go for lunch and talk about this more. Forget about a little 10-minute segment <laughs> here because I got thoughts. But on the radio, I listen every day. WQAM down here in South Florida. And Joe Rose, the, he does mornings. He played for the Dolphins, and he's the color guy on the radio. Okay, he, He's the Carm Carturi of Miami is what I call him. He's been ripping the hell out of uh, Mike McDaniel, the coach, all week. He's like, everything they blew Sunday's on you, coach. And then they've come out, the Dolphins have said, nobody did anything wrong with the medical reports. Our findings have been nobody's done anything wrong here from the team perspective. And I'm like, who's buying this? And by the way, no I think, well, a lot are. I'm not. But no, they want Tom Brady here, Mike. The owners was suspended half the season for trying to get him last year, tampering. Mm -hmm. I bet you he come. I bet you he comes here. It, it, it's it. Look, as I said, the 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 one pick that is Miami isn't me saying that he's not a good fit there and it wouldn't work because because it, it clearly would. But the one thing that makes me, I said, nauseated by it, it comes at the cost of another human being. And I just, I don't know how it can be that reckless, that irresponsible, and really that transparent. I mean, <laughs> oh, well, the medical record said, oh, okay. Well, you know what? I guess you can make it say anything you want, but we all saw it. You know, they, they're literally, uh, whatever the, the football numbers would be on a given Sunday when, the, when they're watching him uh, stagger and, and fumble and, and that, that frozen, you know, almost that atrophied look that he had uh, looking at his hand, it was... I thought I was going to throw up, and I'm not that way. I'm not sensitive to stuff like that. Uh, but that point was really one of the more horrifying things I've seen. You know, of course, obviously Hamlin and Demar Hamlin was was, was a different scenario. But it, this one, this one is being uh, paraded as some sort of uh, you know I I, I don't know. I, there's no words for it for something that's almost an atrocity. And if Tom goes there, yeah, it'd be exciting. Uh, certainly in South Florida, I mean, they've been looking for that answer since what? Dan Marino. I mean, they they've had nothing even close to this, and it, it hasn't been Tannehill, and it hasn't been anybody else that they brought in there, and even Tua, God bless him, but we'll never know. We'll never know how good Tua could actually have been in the NFL, and to me, that's just a crime. It's literally a crime. Uh, yeah, but he's not durable, and it goes back to his Alabama days. And trust me, I'm a Crimson Tide fan. That's just the way he was built or not built. It is what it is. Let's just remember this too, by the way. Tom Brady's kids are here. He's officially divorced mm -hmm. now, but his yeah. kids are in Florida and don't think that won't weigh into his decision. I would at least hope that it would. Um, hey, Nathan Rourke is a Jacksonville Jaguar. <laughs> what do you think? Yes, yes. Uh, well, first of all, uh, for those that are somehow offended by his choice in going to the NFL, I just want to know how delusional you are or how far your head is up your ass. Because there is absolutely no way that you could possibly think that someone watches the biggest league playing that sport in the world with the biggest money and think, you know what, maybe I want to play in Edmonton. What? It doesn't matter where you think he can play. And and to, to question his integrity. Did you see him at the end of the Western final? He was crying. I don't know the last time I've even seen that because that's how badly this guy wants to win because it's how he's wired. Whether he went to high school, 
in in Oakville. He he went to the prep school in in Alabama. When he goes to Ohio as a Bobcat, when he played in the the the, the Potato Bowl. All the kid wants to do is play well, be a good professional, and be a great teammate. Top of that, he's a winner. He's a great athlete. His IQ is fantastic. And the fact that he's going to Jacksonville before people are thinking, wow, he'll never get in. There's Trevor Lawrence. You could not ask for a better mentor or human being to be in front of you, in front of my guy. If it's my, if I'm Nathan's dad, this is this is a fantastic opportunity. He's got a way better, you know, the coaching staff he's got is better. Thank God it wasn't Urban Meyer because, well, then they'd be going to bars and have girls bounce on their knee, and that rarely does well. At least in that, that doesn't happen in the NFL. Other places, good. Doesn't yeah, happen in, in the other NFL. Other places, yeah. <laughs> but but I think he is set up, uh, Rod, to have himself a a a, a, a first class. NFL grooming a a, a a number one class A uh, experience on how to play the position from a guy who, I'll be honest, Trevor Lawrence and Nathan, in, in some ways, are wired the same. They have the same respect for other human beings. They have the, the same understanding of what it takes to win and, and, and how to be a great teammate. Now, he's going to get taught in that master class by a team that is certainly on the rise, and it bodes well for him because at some point, you see how few quarterbacks there are in this league, someone's going to go, okay, I, I, I saw him preseason, he's played a couple of games, we saw him, we've, we see the tapes, let's make a play for him. I think he could be our guy. And that, guaranteed, is going to happen for Nathan Rourke. Guaranteed. Love it, racket. By the way, John Ohm, Ohm, says I'm offended by his choice of words. Pretty simple. John, I thought you were over it. Get over it. Mike, we got to run. Enjoy the Leafs and the Panthers tonight. Hashtag time to hunt. And we'll do it again soon. <laughs> okay, thanks, Mark. Thanks, buddy. The great Mike Richards from Saga 960. We'll be right back with a sports update and a viewer takeover. It's the RP Show, Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hi, everybody. It is uh, that time of the show. We call it Viewer Takeover, and we're going to get into a sports update as well. You know that when we carry over into Hour 2 here on Game Plus TV, on the streams, including YouTube Live and WQEE Radio, that's where we really turn it over to you. So I'm interested in Hour 2 where you think Tom Brady will be playing in 2023 because I don't think he's retiring. And also tonight's NHL games. Three, six, eight of them. Uh, we'll get your take on that. To the 902 line, I told you some people were uh, writing in there. On the, uh, listen, if you're going to write, I appreciate you keeping it short. And I will try to, like David in Winnipeg says, I'm holding my nose and voting for the Leafs jersey. Do you want to, are you able to throw that up, Clark? That's our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who is your favorite, or who is better? Thank you. Out of these two, it's round two of our jersey bracket. Leafs, Devils. I'm just not in love with the Devils jersey. I want to, I can't. That's the Colorado Rockies colors. It's just weird. Versus 
You know me not long enough now. You know I like the classic stuff. I do like, when I say classic, I mean 1930s, 40s. Grand old game era. Uh, so obviously I'm voting for the Leafs on that. I'm not going to hold it against you if you don't. But uh, that this, this shouldn't be close. Uh, regarding Huberdeau, so David says, it's often said on paper that a certain team has gotten the better of a trade. The game is played on the ice. Only time will tell. Look at the line A for Dubois trade. It took some time for Dubois to look like the player he should be and is capable of. He brings the kind of game the Jets needed. Give Huberdeau a break. He probably did not expect to be traded. He didn't. You're just, you're not going to get a break. That's the problem. We examined this earlier. I'm a Huberdeau fan. I've known him over a decade, have broadcast his games. He's just not producing. You're going to get heat when you're making $10 million. You're going to get heat. And I just hope he figures it out soon for, for the Flames' sake, obviously, before the playoffs. Jim is watching in Belgoni. And he says, morning, RP Nation. Buckle up. Here comes Mike Richards. Great show as always. Uh, he brought the fire, didn't he? That was good. That was some classic Mike Richards stuff there. Well, Jeff the Stamps fan says, do you play until you longer, no longer can or leave the fans wanting more? That's the age-old question. Well, look at the guys that went out on top. Peyton Manning comes to mind. I don't really think he regrets it. And I see everybody wants to talk about Tom Brady. I, I get it. We'll carry that over in the next hour because I said we were going to do a sports update here. I don't think he's done playing, but I do think he's done playing in Tampa. And he now owns two cities, Boston and Tampa Bay. Shoot, he half owns Miami, and he's never even played here. They want him so bad, you don't understand. And again, his kids are here. He's gone through a divorce. I think he'll take less money to play here to be around his kids. I do. Sports update, Everett Silvertips captain Jackson Berezowski has been named WHL Player of the Week. He led all WHL skaters in three outings this past week, helping the tips collect a pair of victories versus U.S. division teams. Victoria Royals goaltender Braden Holt has been named WHL Goalie of the Week. He posted a 2-0 record across, pardon me, two starts last week to go with a 1.50 GAA, a 949 save percentage, and one shutty as Victoria swept the two-game series against the Kelowna Rockets. The Toronto Raptors, who have won four of their last five and are coming off a 123-121 overtime victory against the Knicks, will look to make it two in a row tonight when they play the Milwaukee Bucks at the Fizzerv Forum. Last minute of play in hour one. The Bucks, third in the NBA's Eastern Conference, are gunning for their second straight win as well. The matchups are all set for this weekend's NFL Divisional Round. On Saturday, the Jacksonville Jaguars will play the Chiefs in Kansas City. And the New York Giants will tackle the Eagles in Philadelphia. On Sunday, the Bengals will play the Bills in Buffalo. And the Dallas Cowboys will play the 49ers in San Francisco. The Super Bowl, of course, set for February 12th in Glendale, Arizona. The sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, Strange World, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, who lends his voice to Searcher Clade, the son of a steadfast explorer. Check it out now in theaters, Landmark Cinema's now Strange World. Hour two coming up after this short break on Game Plus and WQE. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.